Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hello, I'm Mario Tonaguzzi with Canada's podcast. Joining me today is Christian Ledbeater, who is Vice President of Business Development and Asset Protection at Best Buy Canada. Thanks, Christian, uh, for joining us today. Hi, Mario. It's great to be talking to you today. Thanks for having me on. Okay, we're going to talk about some tech stuff and uh, uh, and how it relates to businesses. Let me just start off by asking you, uh, how can businesses keep their costs down and low? Yeah, you know, it's uh, sometimes we rush to cost and price as being the uh, primary driver. I think what we have to realize is that unlike perhaps getting a grocery flyer on a Sunday and making a meal plan based on the flyer and prices for the next week is slightly different when it comes to your own business and small business and yeah. prices are not necessarily value. You may end up spending more in the long run, um, you know, through repairs and replacement. What we uh, tend to look at is look at the use case of the product you're going to you're going to buy. How often is it going to be used? How many hours a day? Is it portable? And then once you've got that, start to look at um, options to buy. So. Something which is really uh, a really good option is looking at refurbished or recertified products. They can be of extremely high value and then good quality. And uh, especially in the case of factory recertified products, uh, those are recertified by the manufacturer themselves. So it's a good way of, of looking at that option. Another thing is, you know, cash flow is king and, and you know, look at opening accounts on net 30 terms. Uh, consider leasing. A leasing is a great option for your operational expense over 24, 36 months. And then consider your time. You know, time is cost and time is really precious as a small business owner. If you're yeah. going to buy um, perhaps a couple of TV screens and put them up in your business, is it worth your time to put it up? Or should you concentrate on your business, your income, your customers, or perhaps have someone like Geek Squad come in and do it? So make that evaluation in your head. But Best Buy Business specifically, to keep costs low for businesses, we created something called Hub. And the Best Buy Business Hub is an e-commerce platform designed for business. Uh, and something you won't hear often, it's free to join. So every business in Canada should have a Hub account. Uh, the beauty of it is you will get business level pricing on products. And that product is the tens of thousands of products that Best Buy has in its core as well as hundreds of thousands of commercial products. Mm. And when it comes to keeping costs low, control has got to be king here. Um, the hub allows you to set up different users for purchase. Uh, it allows you to hard code ship to addresses and get reporting uh, back from it. So okay. controlling expense is a great way of keeping costs low. Okay, great. Uh, so Christian, you know, many small businesses have, you know, an issue of keeping up with IT related problems, right? And uh, I think we all know that uh, anywhere I've worked, I, uh, I know there's always been issues uh, with ITs and, and sometimes and the, and the issues employees face, uh, because uh, many of them don't have their IT own IT departments, right? And uh, so there's, you know, the problems like damaged laptops, issues installing antivirus software. You know, what does uh, the uh, Best Buy uh, business do in those situations to help uh, business owners? Yeah, you're right. So many businesses are just a bit too small to have their own IT teams. And yeah. they usually know a person who'll come in and help them out. But things 
you know, things were tough then, but they got really compounded by the pandemic and everyone shifting to a remote work environment. So when that happened, uh, at Best Buy Business, what we did was create our remote workforce program. And it's a really a two-pronged approach. It's about deployment to uh, get product to your employees at home, but also support uh, because, you know, uptime is what's needed. And how the program works is we'll work with a customer, with a business owner, and understand their needs and build a catalog, uh, a private curated catalog. And it could be a choice of a couple of laptops that are approved or monitors and accessories. And then we send an individual email to every employee with their own uh, customized link where they can go and select that product. We'll make sure it's deployed, uh, take care of all communications. And importantly, uh, with the customer, we'll sort out what sort of support you need. So it could be something like our GeekSquad remote support, where we have hundreds of agents who will take over your laptop or desktop and help keep uh, your uptime, keep you running. Or it could be our extended warranty programs. But having that support for the at-home employee is uh, so incredibly important, and it's a real challenge. Yeah, exactly. So if a business owner isn't tech-savvy, and and to be honest, many aren't, right? Uh, how can they know which products to select for their uh, their own businesses? Yeah, that's a great question. The the you know you can look online and on the internet, and you can look at a hundred articles and get a hundred answers. I always encourage people call us at Best Buy Business. Uh, we have people always standing by in business hours to pick up the phone, listen to your needs, and then help advise you on the right product. The um, and that comes down to your usage and your budget, but also, you know, it's uh, we have thousands and thousands of customers, and we've got a lot of data that supports what sort of product works well in different industries, so we can help you there. Otherwise. Go into one of our stores. Our blue shirts in store are extremely knowledgeable and experienced, and they'll help guide you. Okay. So when we're looking at products, uh, you know, what's the difference for a business owner between a, a retail laptop or monitor and a commercial grade uh, laptop or monitor? Like, which one is recommended for business use? Yeah, this question comes up a lot. Um, and if I were to start with monitor, I like to look at the the biggest monitor is really the digital signage panel. And that's the one that really explains that story well. Quite often we'll have small business owners who have quick serve restaurants, takeout restaurants, who say, I just want the lowest cost TV. I can put up my menu board. And you know, we we go through the journey of trying to explain that if you think of a consumer TV, it's designed for use in the house. And in the house, it's not necessarily that bright. So the brightness on your TV seems bright in the household, but it's a bit darker. Um, also, the consumer TV is designed to be on five or six hours a day, uh, not, not any longer than that. And they usually have some HDMI ports and possibly a USB port from time to time. But when you think of a commercial setting and you think of a quick serve restaurant, they're bright environments and quite often you're trying to attract people to come into your store and why your place and not the guy next door. And so it's bright. They're bright signage. Um, they don't just uh, sit on landscape. They can be put on portrait. They have different inputs, whether it's VGA as well as USB, HDMI, and they're designed to be always on. You know, some of these uh, commercial panels can be on 70 to 100,000 hours continuously. Uh, and so if you buy the consumer product and put it in the wrong location, you may end up again spending more money in the long run because you may burn it out over a while. 
The other thing to consider, because commercial panels are a few hundred bucks more expensive than the consumer, is that commercial panels generally come with two or three year warranties from the manufacturer versus the one year for consumer. So it's always worth, again, just getting the right product. So, in, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, in the case of a laptop, uh, you mentioned laptops. And again, we sometimes get hung up on commercial meaning business and, and retail meaning consumer. It comes down to how many hours are you going to use this each day? If you're a business owner, but you come home and do some of your accounting and you know paying your bills for a couple of hours a day, maybe that retail laptop is the right one. If you're going to be in front of your laptop, as I am, you know, for pretty much 40 hours a week, you need something with high processing uh, speeds, with a longer battery life, with probably biometric security, because you know uh, data threats are huge, and then something which is designed for a bit more rugged use. They're generally commercial laptops are generally made with a little more metal. They can stand a few dinks here and there and a bit of vapor and a bit of dust. So really understand how you're going to use it. And then you can make a decision from there. So are commercial grade devices always more expensive? They can be. On the whole, they may be, but when you factor in um, your warranty periods yeah. and your usage, and if you use the wrong product, are you going to have to replace it in a, a year or two? I think you know you've just got to spend the right money for the right solution. So, uh, Christian, you know we've entered a new uh, era of life, uh, so to speak, uh, these days. Obviously, since the uh, pandemic. Uh, uh, was thrust upon us here uh, just over two years ago. What are the biggest challenges that small businesses face as they navigate a, a more remote-only or hybrid uh, work model? Yeah, the, you know, the challenges they face are the same as we've all gone through in the last couple of years. It's crazy to think it's been over two years now. And thinking back, and this includes my own experience and our experience at Best Boy with our, our head office, it was a mass exodus. Everyone just kind of grabbed their laptop and left. Yeah. And then after a month or two, you know, the people started saying, look, I can't just work off a laptop. I need my monitor. I need a keyboard, a mouse. And so the next iteration happens. And whether people go back into an office and what we saw from our own customers was that some people had their own products or they were given a stipend or they were told to expense some products. The key was to get people set up to work. And it was absolutely the right thing to do at the time. Yeah. Um, we had to, you know, keep ourselves working, keep the economy going. But there was a slight shadow side to that. And that's that in not all, not in all cases did we have the greatest control. I would challenge that some companies started to realize, well, I don't exactly know what assets are out there and which assets are company assets and which are personal assets. Because I gave someone a stipend, is that their product? You know, is that a taxable benefit? And so there are these sort of challenges to work through. So if I were to, you know, companies looking to work remotely, they'll have gone through, no doubt, their HR policies on how to work at home. Now look at the technology policy. So be really clear on what technology is going to be in the household and who owns it. Is it a company asset? Is it, is it a personal asset? Be yeah. clear on that and then start to understand what do you need? Uh, what is the right product to to work from home? Is it the same as the office? And if I look at my user groups, um, I may have design and marketing people who need uh, higher processing and a, and a different type of laptop and big monitors to the persons in, in accounts receivable who may need 
you know, a, a more uh, low, lower grade laptop and a regular monitor. So understand um, exactly what people need and then understand who, how are you going to deploy this product? How are you going to get this to your remote workforce? Are you going to do it yourself? Where are you going to do it from? Um, and how are you going to support that product once it's out in the, in the workforce? You've got to make sure that, yeah. you know, up to, I would say that technology has never been as important in the workplace as it is now, nor has it been as much of a gray area between personal life and work life as it is now. So making sure that we have that uptime is uh, really key. So as more of these companies uh, and businesses look at uh, whether it's remote, whether it's uh, uh, work at home, or whether it's uh, uh, even uh, sort of a, a mixture of both, uh, you know, what's the best advice you would give them right now if they're looking at that uh, or wanting to expand that? And how can Best Buy Business help? You know, there are really two main things that can help the remote workforce. And they're the two areas I touched on uh, our offering. So the first is Hub. As I said, everyone should have Hub. It's, it's a brilliant tool. And it's really good for those ad hoc orders or for smaller teams. If you've got less than 10 employees, it's really easy, just, just a regular e-commerce type um, uh, transaction. For larger uh, scale deployments, or if you want choice, then the remote workforce program is key. And I would encourage anyone watching this who has or is considering a remote workforce to go onto YouTube. And um, in YouTube, we actually have a one minute animated video, which explains in that 60 seconds far better than I've tried to uh, in this podcast exactly how it works. So you just go into YouTube and look up a Best Buy remote workforce program. And it's, it's an awesome program. Oh, cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out myself. <laughs> so how can companies keep track of their equipment? You know, uh, there's equipment's all over the place, right? And uh, people are using it at home. They're going to use it at uh, the local uh, coffee shop, uh, local restaurant, bar. <laughs> you, know, you know, how do companies keep track of uh, the equipment in, in this environment? Yeah, you know, keeping track of uh, your equipment is key. And there are different ways of doing it. And of course, you need to look at the value of that equipment. So you may want to know which employee has a keyboard and mouse set and a monitor. And in most cases, you just want to know how old that keyboard and mouse and monitor is because you need to look at your redeployment schedule. But when it comes to things like your laptop, desktop, and some of those more expensive, big curved monitors, mm -hmm. you really want to asset tag that product. And that's something we can do in a pre-deployment sort of plan is to asset tag married against a serial number and an employee. And then we can always record that when it comes in for service or replacement um, so that any employee knows, uh, any employee knows exactly where their assets are at all times. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, if a company wants to install like software on its employees' uh, laptops before um, Best Buy ships it to them, how do they go about doing that? Well, so we've got pre-deployment and post-deployment services. So pre-deployment, we would look at uh, sending all the products to one of our Geek Squad cities. Uh, they're in Ontario and in BC. And the Geek Squad teams there can image the product, put in antivirus software, um, all the software that you want before deploying it to the employee at home. And once they have it employed, that the employee has the product at home, then the post-deployment um, and comes in where our remote support Geek Squad agents can help make sure that that laptop or desktop is set up correctly, that the um, monitors are configured 
a well that if there's a webcam needed that that's on there and then peripherals like your printer are connected and so it gets you set up for success and it keeps you set up for success because having geek squad uh in chat on the phone or the ability to take over that core device just keeps that uptime up and keeps productivity up so uh, uh christian and i know you've talked about a, a lot of things here but in a nutshell you know what are the main benefits for a Canadian company, I'm president of uh, of uh, Canada's podcast network, <laughs> uh, and I come to you and uh, and ask what are the main benefits that I can that I can get from partnering with uh, Best Buy Business. What would you tell me? Well, Best Buy Business, very much like Best Buy, our purpose is to enrich our customers' lives through technology. And that purpose goes across the whole companies. And it's as important for Best Buy business as it is the core business. I believe very much, as does the team, in face-to-face account management. That's something which, mm-hmm. you know, in a, an e-com-driven uh, business environment has kind of gone by the way. We want people to shop online, but I desperately want our customers to be able to have face-to-face engagement with account managers. And we have 42 of them uh, from BC to Quebec. And they're very skilled individuals. But also, I look at Best Buy business slightly differently than a lot of B2B sellers. So we're not a pure technology company selling laptops, desktops, and software solutions. We're not an office supplies company. We're not an AV distribution company. I like to think, um, and what I always evangelize to my account managers is, you know, we sell to the business environment and that's the whole environment and the example i use is a car dealership when you walk out to a car dealership you may see a big three by two um digital signage display really bright advertising the latest models and you'll see security cameras on the outside and when you walk into the dealership you may see a touchscreen pedestal where you can build your own um dream car Uh, and see a person walking out with a 55-inch TV because you get a free TV when you buy a car. All of those things are supplied by us. In addition to that, you have all of the technology that that the back office staff have, the reception has, the monitors, the laptops. And then in the break rooms or the customer waiting lounge, the furniture, the appliances. So when when we think of the business environment, um, most of the things in that environment we can supply and uh, have access to. And having that single trusted source is one of the key things um, I believe uh, differentiates us. And uh, and I think that brand standard and uh, the brand recognition is really strong in the market. And there's a great deal of trust in us. And we, we take that really seriously. Oh, super. So what solutions uh, do you see in demand uh, from small businesses with remote employees, uh, maybe currently, and maybe even looking into the future? Yeah, I mean, currently, we're all going through that. You know, we've gone through the first deployment, and now we're trying to figure out what our policies are. How do we onboard new employees? And of course, when the pandemic hit and so many people went to remote working, there was a lot of new technology in the marketplace. Well, we're two and a bit years uh, into this. By the time you get to three years, you're looking to redeploy and refresh all of that product that's out there. Mm-hmm. And I think the next wave is going to be how, okay, we, we did the, I'm not going to say panic buy, but we, we got people set up for success. Now, how do we make it into a replicable program? And that's what we're prefer- prepared for through Hub, through the remote workforce program 
uh, they are key. And, you know, having a strong brand like Geekscore behind it, that's what's going to set people up to success in the coming years. All right, Christian, in closing, uh, is there anything that uh, else you wanted to mention about uh, Best Buy business and uh, that I didn't ask you about? No, I, you know, those are the, the, the points I'm glad I got an opportunity to talk about. All I would say is if you have more interest, just look up Best Buy business, call us, talk to account manager, you know, advice is free, hub is free, just uh, get in touch and engage with us. All right, super. Thanks very much, uh, Christian, for joining us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. All right, that's Christian Leadbeater, who is Vice President of Business Development and Asset Protection at Best Buy Canada. Uh, I'm Mario Tonaguzzi with Canada's Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us today.